0: on a bridge.
1: Doing up on the roof? Oh, I'm just trying to clean my gingerbread mansion. From
2: the outside?
1: Yep. Starting at the top and working my way to the bottom. Watch out!
0: Ah!
2: I told you to watch out! Mindy, is this lemon frosting? Yeah, cleaning out my drains. Well, why don't I give you a hand on the inside, Mindy? Organizing messy spaces is one of my favorite things to... Wait,
1: Guy Raz! Don't open that door!
2: To open uh, that door. Uh, Mindy, I know you said that your house uh, <clears throat> gingerbread mansion. Oh, sorry. I know that you said your gingerbread mansion w- was a bit messy, but this is worse than that time you tried to three d print a giant pancake pancake.
1: Pancake batter everywhere. everywhere. You know, we never did get that pancake. Hmm. So Mindy, why
2: is your place such a mess now? Well, it's not my fault, Guy Raz. Uh-huh, sure it isn't your fault.
1: I mean it, this isn't my garbage. Well then, whose is it? It's Reggie's friend from out of town, Maggie.
2: Maggie the magpie? That's the one. What's she doing in town? I thought it was nesting season. Well, she came for Reggie's piano
1: recital, and I said she could park her keister heerster while she's in town. Right? But between you and me, Guy Raz, she's a little, um... Messy? Uh, yeah. Hey, Maggie, Mags, Magster. What? For me? Oh, that's so nice. It's a a tin can. Thanks. Oh, there's more. Oh, that's a lot of paper clips.
2: Oh, man. You know, Mindy, guests overstaying their welcome isn't just a bird and a person problem.
1: It's not? No.
2: The guest I'm talking about is an intergalactic visitor that's been hanging around our solar system for billions of years.
1: Oh, man. So where exactly is this interstellar interloper? Right
2: there. Oh,
1: in that Cloud?
2: No, not in the cloud. Beyond that, in space.
1: Yeah, it's just kind of hard to see space with that one cloud in the way.
2: Mindy, our galactic guest makes its home in a little part of our solar system called the Asteroid Belt.
1: Fun fact, Grandma G-Force actually won the Asteroid Belt when she took on the Masked Martian in a wrestling match in 1953. Uh, that's not...
2: Anyway, the Asteroid Belt I'm talking about is made up of the bits of space rock that float around our sun and sit between Mars and Jupiter. Oh,
1: that asteroid belt. Why didn't you just say so? Uh, I know all about that asteroid belt. Wow. <clears throat> I know that it's about two and a half times as far away from the sun as we here on Earth, and I know that it's made up of Billions, maybe even trillions of space rocks ranging from the size of a teeny tiny pebble to boulders the size of New York City. You know what, Mindy? I just had a crazy idea. That we should put Pop Rocks in a Pop-Tart and then put that inside the top of a regular tart wow. and have ourselves a Pop Rock Pop-Tart tart
2: top? What? No, no, Mindy, I was just thinking we should go visit the asteroid belt. Oh, <gasps> Guy Raz, that's a brilliant
1: idea. Let me just pack my bikes.
2: How's the time machine holding up? Oh,
1: Guy Raz, you're not even going to recognize this thing. I just gave it a fresh coat of paint and I renamed it the Wow Machine. Come on, it's in the garage. All right. Walk, 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 walk. I don't hear you walking, Guy Raz. Walk walk
2: walk walk, 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 walk,
1: walk, Okay, here we are. Open the garage door.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Uh, Mindy, you might have to open the door the old-fashioned way.
1: And what's the point of owning a gingerbread mansion if you can't even kick in your own garage door? Mindy. Fine.
2: Whoa. You like it? Do I? Your favorite color, right? Yeah, I can't believe it. You painted the whole wow machine bright red just for me. That's that's so thoughtful of you. Oh, well, um... What?
1: I also painted it red because red is the fastest color.
2: Well, technically speaking, Mindy, red light does travel faster on the visible light spectrum than most other... Wait, Mindy, where'd you go?
1: Oh, I'm up here, Guy Raz. I put the doors on the roof. Come on, get inside. We got asteroids to dodge.
2: All right, let me just... Uh, Come
1: on. Get up here and... Here, I'll pull you. Oh.
2: Uh, here we go.
1: Ah, <sighs> wow machine. Sweet wow machine.
2: Well, let's not waste any time, Indy. Just put in the coordinates for the asteroid belt.
1: Can do, Captain Guy Raz.
2: All right. Set a course for ye old outer solar system, first mate Mindy. Um, what are you doing? Oh, sorry, I just thought we were doing...
1: I'm just kidding, Guy Raz. I'm pulling your pig leg. Ha,
2: okay, well, let's
1: get to it. No time to waste. Okay, outer solar system, asteroid belt.
2: Uh, just checking, Mindy, you're not going to put us right in the middle of it, are you? Because I don't want to be ducking and diving big chunks of space rock in this thing.
0: No.
1: Guy Raz, of course I'm going to drop us in the middle of
2: it. Uh, Mindy, I really don't think that's a great... What an incoming asteroid... Told you not to put us right in the middle of the asteroid belt! Yeah? Well you also told me not to use your toothbrush on my eyebrows! Tell me you didn't do that! Impact in ten. Nine. Take evasive maneuvers! (laughs) Five. One Wait. What just happened? Where's the asteroid?
1: (laughs) That was it, Gyros!
2: But But, Mindy, that was just a pebble, and... Hold on. Let me just open up the blinds here. Oh. Let
1: me help you. No, pull the other string. No, wrong string.
2: What? I can't see a single other asteroid anywhere. Are are you sure we're in the right place?
1: Well, it says right here on the dashboard, Asteroid Belt. But. But there aren't any crazy asteroids to dip and dive under. Yeah,
2: like in the movies.
1: Well, things out here are a lot different in reality, Guy Raz. What do you mean? So the Asteroid Belt is a really, really big place. And even though there are trillions of these little space rocks floating around the sun, the area in which they float is so big that all of the rocks are pretty spaced out.
2: Huh, so like, if I had a million ants and I just spread them out across something like the state of Texas? There might be a million of them, but... They'd all be spread out really far apart from each other.
1: Exact Doritos, lucky for us, We have an almost fully functional wow machine that can zip us from here to there in no time at all.
2: So we can visit different areas of the asteroid belt? You know it. Well, if I just take a peek through the telescope periscope here. Let's see. Oh, I think I see one just off in the distance. Setting course, three, two, one. That was quick.
1: Whoa, Guy Raz, take a look at this.
2: Whoa, Mindy, I think I know this asteroid. You do? Yeah, it's called 216 Cleopatra, and the reason I know it is because it's, it's kind of famous because of its unusual shape. Yeah, it
1: kind of looks a little like a
2: dog, dog biscuit. biscuit. Uh... Weird. Well, Mindy, a lot of these asteroids don't actually have enough gravity to crush themselves into nice, round balls. Like Earth. Exactly. So instead, they clump together in these weird shapes. Cool. And, Mindy, this dog-bone-shaped rock right here is also the perfect example of an M-type asteroid. What An M-type asteroid. You see, asteroids are broken up into three categories or three groups. This one is one of the rarer types of asteroids.
1: M-type asteroids, huh? So what does
2: the M stand for? Metallic.
1: Metallic, as in made
2: out of metal. Exactly. It's a mix of nickel and iron to be precise.
1: Cool. So what other types of asteroids are there?
2: Well, why don't we go try and find some?
1: Ah, I like the way your noodles zoodles, Guy Raz. You ready? I'm ready. In three, two, one. Huh, the radar says that there should be a, whoa, 600 mile wide asteroid right next to us. But I don't see anything, do you?
2: No. Are you sure the radar isn't acting up again?
1: No. That's impossible. I broke it with a hammer last week.
2: You what? Well, you
1: know, it all started when I was-
2: Wait. Wait a minute, Mindy. There, there.
1: What? Where? Right there, Mindy. I don't see anything. It's very faint,
2: but if you look very closely, you might be able to make out the outline of this C-type asteroid.
1: C-type asteroid? Garaz, I still don't... (gasps) I think I see it! Man, that thing is pitch black! You wouldn't even know it was there!
2: That's because it's carbon, Mindy. The C stands for carbon in C-type asteroids. Huh,
1: carbon
2: asteroids? Yep, they're almost pitch black, and they make up almost 75%, or three out of every four asteroids in the belt. Whoa, and it's 600 miles wide? This thing must be
1: one of the biggest asteroids around.
2: Not one of them, Indy. This is the largest asteroid in the belt. What we're looking at is Ceres, the 590-mile-wide dwarf planet.
1: Luckily, it's not completely pitch black. We would have run straight into it. You're right,
2: Mindy. But Ceres, although being a C-type asteroid, isn't completely made of carbon.
1: Huh, so what else is it made of?
2: Well, it's got a nice, crusty layer of ice that covers its surface.
1: Huh, okay, but Guy Raz, according to our Space Rock Travel Bingo Card, wow. it looks like we've still got one category of asteroid to check off.
2: Right, wait, what?
1: Shaking it up. Okay, uh, it's lucky 11. Uh, Betty? Mindy!
2: Uh,
1: fine. Hold on tight, Guy Raz. Three, two, one. <laughs> oh, whoa! That is one bright space rock. Um, I just put on my shades here. <sighs> much better.
2: And cooler. Where are my prescription sunglasses?
1: I don't know. Did you check the cup holder?
2: The cup holder? Why would they be in the... They were in the cup holder. Told ya. Wow, Mindy, you were right. That is one bright S-type asteroid.
1: And let me guess, the S stands for stylish, because that thing's got flair.
2: Well, actually, it stands for silicaceous. Uh, silly what kiss? Silicaceous. They're sort of similar to the metallic asteroids we saw before, but instead of just being made out of nickel and iron... These hunks of rock also have lots of other types of metal in them, like magnesium silicates.
1: Cool. And are there more of these in the asteroid belt?
2: Yep. These bright asteroids make up about 17% of the asteroid belt.
1: Huh. So then that must make them the second most common type of asteroid? Exactly, Mindy. And as far as I can tell, all of these asteroids seem to be traveling in the same direction around the
2: sun. I think you're right, Mindy. They, they all seem to be heading in a counterclockwise direction.
1: And in the world of astronomy, which is the study of all things space, that's called a prograde orbit. Huh, a
2: prograde orbit. I'm pretty sure that means moving forwards in Latin, Mindy. Ooh
1: la la, well, look at you, you little cerebramarca. Uh, what? It's Latin for brain
2: box. Oh, right.
1: Almost all the planets, moons, and yes, even asteroids have prograde orbits, meaning that...
2: They all move in the same direction.
1: Yep. And not only that, but most of these planets and moons also have prograde spins, meaning that not only do they all circle the sun in the same direction, but they all spin in the same direction, too.
2: That's wild, Mindy. So what you're saying is if we keep following these asteroids in a clockwise direction around the sun, we should be completely safe. We'll be going with the flow of traffic.
1: Yeah. Well, that is unless we come across an asteroid with a
2: warning <gasps> incoming asteroid
1: retrograde orbit.
2: Retrograde orbit. And if retrograde means going backwards in Latin, does
1: that mean Yep, there's a giant asteroid headed in the opposite direction around the sun and Warning. Warning. It's headed straight for us. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Do something!
1: We gotta do something! Okay, Guy Ross, I'm gonna need you to take those ants out of your pants because we are going to be just fine. All I need to do is reverse the thrusters. Impact in ten. Nine, can we unplug eight, this annoying seven, thing? Six, five. Now just sit back, relax, and enjoy ourselves as we watch this retrograde asteroid float on by.
2: Wait a minute, Mindy. What? This is the reason why I brought you out here in the first place. Uh, to shut down this artificially
1: intelligent computer that's keeping the Wow Machine's life support systems going?
2: What? Nothing. No, Mindy. This is the intergalactic guest I was telling you about before.
1: Wait, this is the visitor from another solar system?
2: Yeah, 2015 BZ509, or... BZ for short.
1: BZ. Huh. Well, besides the fact that it's traveling the wrong way down a one-way street, it really doesn't seem all that
2: alien. Well, Mindy, the fact that it's traveling in the wrong direction is actually the reason why scientists think that this piece of space rock might not be from this part of the universe.
1: Not from this part of the universe? Well, what do you mean?
2: Well, scientists have known about the existence of BZ since 2014, and they've been tracking it as it makes its way around the sun. Making
1: its way around the sun in a retrograde orbit. Exactly,
2: and originally, the scientists thought that BZ might have been knocked by something in the past to send it spinning back in the wrong direction.
1: Like, uh, like a batter hitting a baseball?
2: Exactly, but it wasn't until Dr. Fatina Mouni from the observatory in the Côte du Jour in France Ooh la la! and Dr. Helena Murray from the Universidade Estadual in Brazil joined forces, put on their detective hats, and decided to get to the bottom of BZ's origin story once and for all. And so what did they find? Well, Mindy, these scientists developed a new method of observing the asteroid's current trajectory.
1: Trajectory meaning the direction in which the asteroid is going?
2: Exactly! So they were able to study the path that this asteroid was on, And by using that information, they were able to predict where the asteroid had been in the past.
1: You mean like hitting rewind on an old DVD player?
2: Pretty much. They put all of this information into a computer and they hit rewind to see what part of the solar system this asteroid came from and why it was traveling in the wrong direction. And? And they found that even when they rewound the simulation all the way back to the beginning of our solar system, like 4.5
1: billion years ago,
2: they found that
1: even back then,
2: BZ was still orbiting around the sun in the wrong direction.
1: Well, what about everything else?
2: Everything else, like the planets, the moons, the asteroids we know and love, We're circling around the sun in the other direction around the same time. And it was a giant cloud of dust and gas that would later form our solar system as we know it today. Which means? Which means that this asteroid couldn't have been created from the same dust and gases that the rest of our solar system was formed from. So?
1: So it's not from this solar system. Winner, winner, asteroid slinger. Wow. So this interstellar visitor has just been hanging out in our solar system for Billions of years?
2: It sure seems that way, Mindy. And it doesn't look like it's going to be changing its ways anytime soon.
1: Whew, wow. Well, it really puts that whole bird-that-won't-fly-the-coop situation that I've got going on into perspective. Well... Speaking of which, we should probably head back to Earth. I left pancakes on the counter at home, uh, and I had them smothered in syrup, and they're about to get to that critical point of absorption where they're just going to turn into a big, mushy, gross mess. What? Buckle
2: up. Oh, okay. Here,
1: we go. Ah, mansion, sweet gingerbread mansion. What in the?
2: What is it, Mindy? Whoa. It's
1: completely cleaned up. This place is
2: spotless.
1: Maggie, did you do this? Aw, you felt bad about the mess. Mm, that's so nice. And you made us a fresh batch of pancakes? <gasps> Pretzel pancakes? My favorite. Oh, Maggie, you can stay as long as you want, Missy. Uh, what? Hey, Garaz, want to join Maggie and me for a little mid-afternoon pancake party?
2: Ha <laughs> ha, I'd love to. Wow in the world, we'll be right back. Grownups, this message is for you.
0: Support for this podcast and the following message for parents come from Epic, a digital library that nurtures a love of reading and learning in kids 12 and under. On Epic, kids have instant, unlimited access to 25,000 high-quality books like A Wrinkle in Time, Where the Wild Things Are, National Geographic Kids, and so much more. Use promo code WOW to try Epic free for two months at www.getepic.com. Support also comes from Literati. Introduce your child to great fiction, nonfiction, and activity books with their critically acclaimed book clubs for kids. Every month, your child will receive five brand new books designed to spark curiosity and wonder in the world. Buy the books you want to keep, send the rest back. Literati is offering listeners a $25 book credit when you sign up. To redeem this offer, and explore their book clubs for kids, visit literatibooks.com/slash wow.
1: Hey, this is Stretch Armstrong. And this is Babito Garcia, the hosts of What's Good. We're back with a brand new season. We've got Erica Badu, Lenny Kravitz, Black Thought, and more. You'll hear B side stories from A-list guests. Subscribe now.
2: That's it. Back to the show. Right in the world.
1: Hi, thanks for calling Wow in the World. After the beep, get ready to record.
0: I'm Athena. I live in England in London. And my wow in the world is that foxes can detect the Earth's magnetic field and they use it to hunt. And I'm seven years old. I think your shoes the best. Bye, Minnie and girls. Okay. My name is Zade from Pennsylvania, and my wow in the world, plants can talk and hear, but we cannot hear them. I love you, show a lot.
1: I'm a very big fan. Thank you.
0: Hi, my name is Tyree, and I am seven years old, and I live in South Carolina. My wow in the world is cheetahs have big nostrils to suck in more air, and the more air they have, the faster they go. I like your show. Hi,
2: Mindy and Guy Ross. This is Naveed from Maple Grove, Minnesota. My wow in the world is that rats breed so quickly that in just 18 months, two rats could have created over
0: one million relatives. Bye. Say hi to Reggie for me. Hi, Mindy and Guy Ross. I'm Kennedy, and I'm nine years old. I'm from Reno, Nevada, and my wow in the world is that the Ponderosa pine tree smells like butterscotch. Bye. I love your show. Hi, my name is
2: Daniel. I'm seven years old, and I live in Norwalk, Connecticut. My wow in the world is that red food coloring is made of crushed bugs. Bye. Hi, my, my name is Lysiah. I live in Wisconsin, and my wow in the world is that <clears throat> only 5% of the ocean is explored. Bye, Love your show. Uh, hello, my name is Connor. I'm from America. I am seven years old. My wow in the world is um, before any technology, people had to blow your horns, yell, or send carrying pigeons to send messages. Love the show. I love the fish taco song. Bye. End of messages.
1: Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us this week on Wow in the World.
2: And if you want to keep the conversation going, check out some of the questions we have posted on this episode at our website wowintheworld.com.
1: And grown-ups, there you can find more details on how your kids can become part of the World Organization of Wowzers. Lots of cool perks, exclusive t-shirts, autographed pictures of us, and a bunch of other cool stuff wowintheworld.com
2: Our show is produced by Jed Anderson Say hello Jed Yo yeah. With help from Thomas Van Kalken Chelsea Urson and Jessica Bodie. Meredith Halpern-Ranzer is the big boss
1: Our theme song was composed and performed by The Pop-Ups You can find more of their awesome all-ages music at thepopups.com
2: And parents and teachers if you want to send us an email our address is hello at wowintheworld.com
1: Grownups, you can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Wow in the World.
2: And if you want to be featured at the end of the show, call us up and tell us your Wow in the World.
1: Our phone number is 1-888-7 Wow Wow. That's 1-888-7 Wow Wow.
2: And parents, if you want to upload any photos or videos or messages to us, please visit wowintheworld.com and find a link where you can do just that.
1: And if you haven't already done so, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or however you get your podcasts leave us a few stars and a review and be sure to tell a friend about the show until next time keep on wowing wow in the
2: world wow in the world was made by tinkercast and sent to you by npr
0: I'm Meghna Chakrabarty, one of your new hosts for On Point. We take on the news with the smartest guests and live calls from every corner of the country. NPR's David Folkenflick hosts the Friday Week in the News. Join David and me for On Point.